For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First hitter top four is the shortstop Jack Winkler for San Francisco. And he looks at strike one from Carter Smith. Carter Smith has now thrown 27 strikes in 37 pitches. Top four, BYU leading 3-0. Winkler, singled in the first, was stranded. And grounds that right back to Smith. He's going to take a few steps toward third underhand scoop to Freddie Achikar. One down quickly here in the top of the first and quick our top of the fourth. And quickly is the word of the day for yes. Carter Smith. BYU's getting through some innings here with uh, Carter doing work. Well, that's exactly what you need after a, you know Tuesday's game. We had to use a lot of relievers in the staff day. And then you know yesterday's game, we used a few more guys than we were hoping to uh, on the mound and with a possible injury on one of our guys. And so you want your starter today and Carter to, to go pretty deep if he can. D.H. Jordan Vujovic steps in against Smith. Struck out in the first inning and looks at strike one here in the fourth. So when your name is Jordan, whether it's first name or last name, you have to consider jersey number 23. Yes, exactly. And and Jordan Vujovic wears jersey number 23. I tell you what, he had a nice day yesterday. As ball two is dropped by the catcher, Valdez. They're going to use a new ball for Smith. Nice day indeed. Two for three, two home runs, two run jack, three run jack. Third on the team in RBI, boosting his tally yesterday with five RBI, five of the Dons, seven on the day. Vujovic with a black hoodie under his long sleeves and green jersey top. And that'll be high for ball two. Two and one with one gone here in the top of the fourth. BYU three and USF no score. We were talking pregame about how he's got ten hits on the year. Five of those are home runs, so he's making his hits, hits count so far this year. Yeah, his RBI to hit ratio is pretty impressive right now. That's ball three. Yeah, just fastball running away. Just a little Abe tried to frame that pitch, but uh, Ruiz didn't like that. We haven't seen Carter get too deep into too many counts today. Three and one here with one out. Vujovic at the plate. Lefty hitting Vujicic. Chops at that one, and it's chopped to second base, running up to it and firing to first. No trouble there is Andrew Pintar. Retires Vujovic on the ground out. That'll go 4-3 in your scorebook. So a 1-3 and a 4-3 here in inning number four. That'll bring up the left-handed hitting first baseman Jacob Munoz. He was retired on a 5-3 in the first. And so Carter, Carter Smith is getting a, a, a pretty steady sampling of ground outs here from the Dons. Yeah, and like you said, he hasn't been you know getting deep counts. He's only had two three-ball counts so far this whole game. And so he's getting ahead early and and making them make contact and soft contact. Ball one to Munoz. That wind is really starting to howl to right field. It's almost a straight northerly wind right now here at Miller Park. Sun shines, but it's chilly. Cougs up 3-0. Top four, two gone. Base is clear. And a two-ball count, 2-0 to Jacob Munoz. So of Carter Smith's 45 pitches, two-thirds of them, 30 have been in for strikes. So he's behind 2-0 to Munoz. And now he's behind 3-0 to Munoz. You talk well, about three ball counts, how well about three-and-0 counts? Yeah, well, if he walks him, it's my fault because I mentioned <laughs> it. You know, that's superstition in baseball. <laughs> he's yet to issue a free pass today. Two singles, but both of these singlers were stranded. And that's a four-ball walk, four-pitch Four ball walk to Munoz. So base on balls to Jacob Munoz. Three Jacobs between these two teams in the starting lineups, and it's back to back Jacobs. Jacob Munoz followed by Jacob Westerman. You've heard of back to back Jacks. These are back to back Jakes here with Munoz and Westerman, lefty and righty hitters, respectively. Westerman, the right fielder. Went 6 3 in the first. Or second, second inning, beg your pardon. And he swings through the first pitch from Carter Smith. So after four straight balls, a swinging strike, Westerman. Yeah, and he's a guy that, you know, 50-plus at-bats on the year. We thought he would be starting yesterday, but they decided to go more left-handed oriented. Yep. And so he did come in later in the game. But uh, I like this right-on-right right right matchup here with Carter and his slider that he can throw. And that's chopped inside the third base bag to the left field corner. It will advance. Oh, the left fielder dropped it and 
prompted Munoz to round, but he gets back in time. So it's a long. It was going to be a long single, I think, until McIntyre bobbles in the left field corner, that allowed Westerman to reach to second, and holding it third is Munoz. Yeah, he probably would have. You think he would have gone there yeah, anyway? He was, he yeah. was heading to second. Because, yeah, so I think it was he coming. It was coming double, to third. Yeah. So, yeah. But now you have to. Now it's a big spot here because the walk and now the double, and now they have a chance to uh, to cut this lead right here with a couple RBIs with a big hit here. So Carter's really got to bear down. So a double to Wester, a double for Westerman, second and third with two out here in the top of the fourth. Munoz at third as he goes first to third on the double, and that was laced down the third base line just inside the bag. Swinging a strike by the next hitter, number 36, Nicky Jovatic, the center fielder. He singled in the second and was stranded. So three hits for USF. None have brought home a run. 3 nothing. the Cougars lead. After a three-run second, we're in the top of the fourth. Munoz at third, Westerman at second, and Jovatic at the plate. Left-handed hitting Jovatic, and time is called. Carter Smith working ahead 0-1 right now. Two out, top four. That's fouled back, so Carter gets to work ahead 0-2. Yeah, got away with him right there. He actually hung that slider and just fouled back. But now that he's 0-2, you have multiple pitches you can, you can get go cre- to. He can get yeah. creative here, can't he? Get creative. Get, you have to get greedy here. You're looking for your – throw your best pitch. Don't make a mistake here. Make him hit your best pitch or strike him out. First base open. The 0-2 with two out in the top of the fourth. Carter Smith holds the ball behind his back in his right hand. Puts it in his gloved hand at his belt. And from the stretch, comes homeward. That a boy. And punched him out. Great slider right there. Caught looking is Jovatic and gets out of the inning with a strikeout. So the Dons will leave two men on after one hit. So one hit, no runs across, no errors. After three and a half, BYU three and USF no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom four. BYU leads by 3. 3 nothing. our score. The Cougs lead San Francisco. Jacob Wilk, BYU's designated hitter today, steps in and fouls into the screen on the first pitch from Josh Malaris. So Wilk in the second doubled home Cole Gamble. So one for one with an RBI for Jacob today. Well, and he's one of the reasons, Greg, that our offense is starting to score some runs of late. You know, we inserted into the lineup last Friday and he really had a good day Friday, Saturday for us and got some momentum going for us offensively. Call strike two to Jacob. Hits in f- five of his last six games now, yeah. including the double here in the second. He was 0 for 2 with three bases on balls yesterday against San Francisco. Waves the bat over his right shoulder, and the 0-2 delivery is high for ball one. Yeah, nothing bigger than his eighth inning walk that he had yeah. to tied the game. And the Cougs were playing catch-up all game long. Down 5 nothing. down 7-3, tied it at 7, win it 8-7 in 10 last night. It was an afternoon start that ended four hours later. It's, it's a day where it's, it's frigid cold, windy, and you don't want to play a four-hour baseball game. <laughs> That's the last thing you want to do. That was ball two to Wilkes. So 2-2, two and two, the count even, and sacks empty here in the bottom of the fourth. Cougars have a 3 nothing lead. Malaris kicks and fires, and that's... Fouled back into the screen again. Stays 2-2. Two and two. The count on Jacob Wilk, making his eighth start at DH today. Yesterday's DH was also Jacob Wilk. Had his second homer of the season in the Tuesday game against Utah Valley. And the wind was blowing out as it is right now. And that's a punch out. Mm. So, Jacob Wilk is caught looking. That's the second strikeout for Josh Malaris. One swing and one looking. Carter Smith is on a 5K day so far. Yeah, too close to take right there on strike two. Borderline pitch that umpire uh, gave to Malaris. It'll bring up number 45, Freddie Achikar, the first baseman. He doubled in an RBI in the second. The three-run second for BYU went back-to-back-to-back doubles. Gamble, Wilk, and Achikar. Freddie now steps in and takes ball one. Low for ball two. Freddie also scored in that three-run second. He was brought in by Peyton Cole. 
So 2-0 here to Freddie Achikar. Left-handed hitter against the righty Malaris. That's chopped to second. Handled cleanly by Nell. Throw to first to Munoz. And two gone here in the top or the bottom of the fourth inning. That brings up Abe Valdez, today's catcher. So the retirement 4-3 for Achikar. Abe reached on an E1 in the second. As the pitcher failed to handle a soft toss from second base. Or from first base, actually. The first yep. baseman handled it and just scooped it to him. That's right. Well, Abe hasn't had an opportunity to play a, too much of late just because, and it's not just because, it's not that he's been playing awful. He's been a really good catcher for us. He's been struggling at times offensively, but, you know, we got things rolling down at LMU and, and, and Josh was catching, and it was kind of one of those things you just couldn't really, you couldn't change the lineup. You just kind of keep rolling with who you had. Yeah, in fact, his last start was two weeks ago today at Utah. Yeah. Back on March 12th. So Abe looks at ball two after the ball one delivery. So 2-0 with two out here in the bottom of the fourth. Abe Valdez reaching on an error in the second. Got to second on the single by Peyton Cole. And that's a little off the fist. Keep it well in the park and short of the warning track. The fly out to left field. So Foster handles in left and we're through four complete. No runs, no hits, no errors in the top and the bottom of the fourth. After four, BYU three, USF no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Kyle Nell, the USF second baseman, leads off the fifth inning for the Dons, who trail BYU 3-0. Nell was caught looking in the second, one of five Carter Smith strikeouts. The righty Smith... Goes off speed for ball one high. One on to Nell. Making his ninth start in his 18th game played. The Dons today playing their 21st game of the season. They're 5-15 and 15 on the year. Ball two low. So 2-0 and oh to Nell. Dons have lost 11 of 12 coming in two today. They did have a nine-game losing skid before a win on the weekend against the Waves of Pepperdine. 2-0 to Nell. 3-0. Now to Kyle Nell. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade, BYU Baseball Operations Director, were your commentary tandem today. It'll be Shep and Tuck on the call tomorrow in Game 3 of this three-game set. Carter Smith walked him on four pitches. Yeah, and it's not a guy. He got a guy batting a... 120 on the year. You want to make him earn it. Don't want to give him a four-pitch walk there. And, you know, he's built up. Carter's, you know, innings are built up, but he hasn't had a chance to really do that in a game yet, right? I think the the furthest he's gone to a game is the fifth inning. So his pitch count is down, but uh, you wonder how that reacts when you really haven't done it as much. So man on first with one out. Yeah, four and two-thirds is his longest appearance. And that was after a start at Texas State, so got into the fifth. So four and two-thirds at Texas State to four and a third, and that started LMU last weekend. And goes 1-0, so five consecutive balls thrown here by Carter Smith, who K'd the last batter of the last inning, Nick Jovetic. Five Ks on the day for Carter. Thomas McCarthy, the catcher, is next up for San Francisco. So 1-0 to McCarthy with Nell at first base. Second base on balls. Allowed by Smith today. Three hits for USF as well for no runs. 3-0. BYU leading USF. We're in the top of the fifth. Almost halfway done here at Miller Park. The kick fired inside for strike one. One and one to Nell. Uh, to McCarthy. Beg your pardon. Well, McCarthy likes to uh, stay inside the baseball and try to fight everything to right field. That's where he got his hits yesterday, and, and a lot of his outs were all pushed that way. You said you didn't like his one for 20 coming in, and he went two for four yesterday. Always, always just adds up. Runner takes off, swinging strike, throw to second, oh, sweeping tag, got yes. it. Great throw, Abe. Holy cow. That's a slider swinging away on a hit and run. McCarthy actually 
it was really borderline uh, catcher's inter- uh, sorry hitter's interference there if you if you look at this replay he ended up finishing over the plate which you're not allowed to do but if Abe would have made contact with him then the runner at second would have been out but it didn't even matter because Abe with an absolute strike and a great tag yeah sweeping by tag by Watkins yep. behind him kind of a blind tag caught the lower leg of the runner Nell and one down here in the top of the fifth McCarthy still in the batter's box on a one-two fouls chops it down the third baseline so one and two to McCarthy one down now here in the top of the fifth and the runner retired on the caught stealing yeah and that's the one thing that Valdez adds behind the dish is that he has a really strong arm and that was a that's a really good play and that's it's, his first throw out of the year yeah for that was a really good play so Valdez to Watkins at short the sweeping tag at second catching Nell who's attempting to steal so one out here in the top of the fifth McCarthy with a 1-2. fouled off a couple. The wind whips here at Miller Park. Northerly wind now going northwesterly. Out to almost straightaway center field. As that's ball two outside. Two and two with one gone here in the top of the fifth. BYU three, San Francisco zero. Kooks three runs on five hits. USF zero runs on three hits. The one error in the day committed by the Dons after an 11 error outing between these two teams yesterday. Ooh, and he hit him. Got away from Carter and plugged McCarthy right in the back. So a base on balls and now a hit by pitch. Puts the first two batsmen that Carter Smith sees at first base. Yeah, and and that's why that throw out is even bigger now because it'll be first and second with no outs with their leadoff hitter coming up. Hit him between the three and the three on the back of his jersey. Bringing up the top of the order, number 31, Luke Kieschel. Keishel hits here in the top of the fifth with one out and one on. The one on is McCarthy, who was hit by pitch seconds ago. Keishel, 0 for 2, ground out, strikeout, swinging strikeout in the third. And so Carter Smith has strikeouts in every inning today except this here the fifth, and there's still time to get that done. So one gone here, top five. A little bit of action in our bullpen now. A couple guys down there just getting their bodies going. Right-hander on the hill. And Coach Littlewood going righty, righty, righty with his starters Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Walker, Smith, Sterner. The wind-up and delivery is ball one. 1-0 with one out here in the top of the fifth. USF will be home to host LMU next weekend while BYU plays at Santa Clara. Dons have allowed six or more runs in ten consecutive games coming into today. And the Cougs are halfway there, leading at 3-0. The kick fired delivery outside for ball two. So Carter's getting behind in more counts yes, now is. as his pitching coach Michael Bradshaw comes out to lead a conference on the mound. Yeah, he just doesn't have He's not as sharp as he was. The velocity's dipped just a little bit. His last fastball was, you know, 90 miles an hour, where he's normal, he was 92 to 94 the first Four innings. Slider's been holding on to it a little bit longer. He did hit McCarthy with the slider. So you're just trying to get him back in the zone here and say, hey, throw, keep a ball down, make them beat it in the ground and try to get you a double play and get out of this inning. So Coach Bradshaw, Abe Valdez, and Carter Smith have concluded their conversation. It comes on a two-ball count, 2-0, two and oh, with one out here in the top of the fifth. BYU 3, USF no score. The sun shines and the shadows begin to creep toward the home plate area. The wind stays steady. Now to right center from the north. Taking his lead at first is Thomas McCarthy reaching on a hit by pitch. 2-0. Gets the job done there. Does Carter with a strike to go to 2-1. Live right there. If you you keep locating at that that spot, I tell you what, it's going to be a big deal. Those are just ground outs waiting to happen. Luke Kieschel. Is the batter. Two and one the count. The third baseman, Kieschel. Sees Smith go high and outside for ball three. Three and one. First batter in the inning. Reached on a base on balls. What was caught stealing? That was Kyle Nell. The next batter was hit in the back. That's McCarthy at first. One out. A three-one to Kieschel. It's another walk. 
So of the last six hitters that Smith has faced, he's allowed a walk, a double, a walk, a hit-by-pitch, and a walk. Yep, putting himself in some trouble. So McCarthy advancing to second. And the Dons now first and second without the benefit of a hit. And again, that caught stealing looms larger now, the way the inning has proceeded. Yes, it is. It'd be bases loaded. Nobody here, so... As it is, first and second, one out. Smith facing Darius Foster, the left-handed hitting Foster, the right-handed throwing Smith, and that's another ball. So the activity in the bullpen, a little more meaningful now for BYU. Well, it's going to be hard to double off Foster, so you're just looking to get you a ground ball and make sure of one here. The lefty up is Cooper McKeon, who pitched last night. Glancing back at second is Smith. Comes plateward. And that's a single into center field. Coming up firing is Gamble. We'll keep the runner at third. So a sharp single to center will load the bases with one out. So Foster singles to center. And now it's first, second, and third. One gone, top five. The Don's really threatening for the first time today. Yep, bases loaded here. One out now. Right on right matchup here. I like this matchup for Carter if he can... Just get himself a ground ball and get him out of this inning. McKean went one and a third last night, struck out two. And the lefty is up with the righty throwing and outside for ball one. I beg your pardon, ball one, yep. It's one, one and no, the count, with one out here in the top of the fifth. So the Dons have the bases loaded. Yeah. McCarthy at third, Keishel at second, and Foster at first after a single. Just over 70 pitches now. And you can tell that he's just not as sharp right now. Doesn't have the feel that he had the first three innings. He was cooking there through the first three, four. Here in the fifth, some trouble. That's high for ball two. Two and oh. With one gone here in the top of the fifth. This will most likely be his yeah. last batter with the lefty on deck. And Cooper Carter, getting going. Carter's day may likely be done here shortly. Need to minimize right here. Get back in the zone two and oh here with the, the low fastball. He was cruising. Don's bases loaded, one out. Oh, and skips through the third baseman under the glove of Peyton Cole. One run scores, second run charging toward home, and that will be two runs across. Diving back to second was Foster, who was slightly off the bag, but it'll go as a single to left, scoring two yeah, under the glove of Cole. That was a hot shot to third, and two come across. Yeah, that's definitely going to be an error right there by Peyton Cole. An E5 on that one. The ball that he would have been able to, to double him up had he fielded that, and that's exactly what Carter needed and wasn't able to get it. Jack Winkler with the hit. And so Winkler, the shortstop, with a two-run single, making this a ball game. And we are going to see a pitching change. We'll have that for you after this. We're still one out in the top of the fifth. Two across and two on for USF when we come back. It is BYU 3 and San Francisco 2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. So the Jack Winkler hit was uh, ruled an E5, not a hit. Yep. And so what it does, it still scores two and makes the score 3-2. A pitching change for BYU. It is brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. And so the day done for Carter Smith, and he was cruising until he got into the fifth inning. He ends up going 4.1, gives up four hits, two runs. They're not earned on an error currently. Five strikeouts for Carter. Cooper McKeon is in. And McKeon, again, did pitch yesterday, went one and a third, didn't give up a hit or a run, walked one and struck out two. And so the lefty McKeon with the lefty Jordan Vujovic at the plate. Last night's hitting star for USF has struck out and grounded out today. He has his team with a runner in scoring position. That's Darius Foster at second. Jack Winkler, who reached on the E5, is at first. And the E5 came Carter on Tuckett on what would have been a double play ball. Yeah, I mean, loaded. It, it wasn't a routine double no, play ball, but it's hard. a ball that you expect Peyton to make there. A drop step field, and you throw it to Pintar to, to second, and, and with Pintar's arm, most likely double play to get out of that inning. And so... 
uh, one simple play in this, you know, we could still have a 3 nothing lead, but now you are Cooper's coming in in a one-run lead with some, you know, runners on base. So first and second, one out, top five. BYU leading at 3-2 and inside, and did it get him? Clipped him. So Cooper McKeon comes in high on Vujovic and puts him at first base. The bases are once again loaded. So an inning threatening to get away from BYU a little bit right here. Yeah, these are the spots here where tried to throw a fastball inside, and he just slipped on him and went up and in and ended up hitting him. Oh, he actually got him on the bill of the helmet. Wow. Fortunate enough that it didn't get him in the side of the head. So clipped him high and puts him at first. Now the base is loaded, one out. Now you're looking again for that double play ball. Yep. And, 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 and Cooper's a strikeout guy. He's a strikeout guy. Left-on-left matchup here. He's coming in the game. Munoz, the DH. Beg your pardon, Munoz, the first baseman, steps in. He grounded out and walked and was stranded in the fourth. Hits with the bases loaded. Fielders in on the corners and a swing and a miss from Jacob Munoz. What a great time it would be for a strikeout. Cooper yes. McKeon, again, struck out a couple in his inning of work last night. Lefty thrower McKeon bends at the waist and looks into Abe Beldez, who gets his sign from the dugout and now relays it to Cooper on the hill. 0-1, one out, top five, two across for the Dons, who trail BYU now 3-2. And that's foul to the screen, so Cooper gets to work ahead in the count 0-2. And yeah, now you go back to that uh, breaking ball that he has here for the swing and miss. And trust Abe's going to go ahead and block it for you and get a big strikeout. Jacob Munoz doesn't have a hit yet in this series. 0 for 6 with a strike and a walkout. A uh, strike and a walk. The strike, the strikeout coming yesterday, the walk coming today. Munoz will step out. Base is juiced. One out. 0 2 here in the top of the fifth and 3 2 the BYU lead. Munoz 0 for 5 yesterday, 0 for 1 today. And mm. the. 0-2 is outside for ball one. Yeah, just missed outside right there. Close. Coop wanted it. Abe tried to frame it, but he just missed outside. Goes to one and two now with one out here in the top of the fifth. It's been a two-run inning so far for San Francisco. Bases are loaded. Foster at third, Winkler at second, Vujovic at first. 0-1, oh, did he come across? Uh, yes, he did. Check swing. Yes, he did. Strikeout. Big so Jacob out. Munoz couldn't keep the barrel from crossing the zone, and it'll be out number two on the check swing strikeout for Munoz. Huge out for BYU. Jacob Westerman doubled in the fourth after grounding out in the second. Hits with the bases loaded. The right fielder, Westerman. BYU three, San Francisco two. The Dons have their two runs on three hits. Two runs coming across in this inning on an E5. Just looking to minimize this. Giving up, giving them back two runs. You still have a lead. Get back in the dugout. McKeon. Good. Goes outside for strike number one. So, 0-1. Right-handed hitter Westerman with the southpaw McKeon on the hill. The shadows get closer to the batter's box as we get later into the afternoon. It was a 4 p.m. first pitch, 4.06 to be precise. Last night's game ended around 8 o'clock. 0-1, two out, top five, bases loaded, BYU a one-run lead. A kick fire and just missing for ball one. Mm, one and one with two gone. Yeah, he's not calling that borderline low pitch right there. That looked good. Cooper making his sixth appearance. And did a nice job of cutting into that robust ERA yesterday with his outing. Scoreless outing. No hits allowed. And then an inning a third uh, in relief last night. The one and one. Swinging strike to one and two. Westerman. Go right Coop's back trying to, to get it. out of this yeah, in right the lead. to it right here. Come on, Coop. Kind of like I said yesterday. Just throw the stats away when it comes to McKeon. The way that he's thrown this year. He just... He didn't have a good start to the season, but he had a week off last week to kind of refresh. And uh, it, and yesterday he was fantastic, and so far today he's doing a really good job. The big spot here for us right when we need him. The 1-2 with two outs, and that's striped 
to center field. Getting a good jump on it Ooh. and making a catch yes. that, wow, at the end that it looked wind. a little harder yeah, than I thought it would wind. be, but the wind had to have carried it. But nice Cole job, Gamble Luke. makes a reaching grab in center field. The Cougs get out of the inning with the lead of 3-2. We're after four and a half. It is BYU 3 and San Francisco 2. The uh, Dons get a couple runs across on a BYU error after four and a half. BYU 3 and USF 2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. The number nine hitter leads off the fifth inning for BYU, and Peyton Cole flies out to center field. So one quickly gone here, bottom five. BYU leading 3-2 over San Francisco. Well, Malaris is starting to starting to settle in a little bit. He got, he got hit hard with the three straight doubles in the second, but... Uh, the next two innings, he really cruised and uh, got a quick first out here in this inning. Top of the order for BYU. Second baseman Andrew Pintar following third baseman Peyton Cole to the plate. Cole to fly out to center. And Pintar steps in. Fly out and a pop-up in his first two at-bats. Those were in the first and second innings. Foul into the screen. One and one to Pintar. One and one, one gone, bottom five. And BYU with a one-run lead. Pintar flying out to center in the first, popping up to short in the second. Hits now in the fifth. Second hitter of the fifth for BYU. Josh Malera stays on the hill. And that's popped up. First baseman shielding his eyes. Saunters outside that foul line and makes the catch in foul territory. So two quickly gone here in the bottom of the fifth for BYU. Yeah, and two weak pop-ups right there to start this inning off. You know, after... You know, USF scores two runs there in the top of the fifth to cut it to a one-run game. You want your offense to go out and, and answer that. You talk about always answering the momentum, and it's not a good start here to the bottom of the fifth. Right-handed hitting Brock Watkins. The Cougars go lefty, righty, righty with Cole, Pintar, and Watkins. And Watkins pops up to right field. So quickly done are the Cougars here in the bottom of the fifth. So a fly out. Pop up and a fly out, and just like that, we're going to go to six. No runs, no hits, no errors in the bottom of the fifth after five complete. BYU three, San Francisco two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball alongside Tuckett Slade. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. USF center fielder Nick Jovetich leads off the top of the sixth for the visitors. And ball one skips away from Abe Valdez. Cooper McKeon stays on the hill. Carter Smith went four and a third, gave up four hits, two runs, neither were earned. Walked three, struck out five. The lefty McKeon replacing the righty Smith. And that's grounded sharply to first. Freddie handles, scoops. Nicely done. To Cooper McKeon, who steps on the bag. and Freddie kind of had late reaction to that. I thought it was going to be right at him, and he kind of had like a late fall-down dive. But a good recovery, and Cooper did a good job of covering first base for the quick out. Retiring Jovetich. So the 3-1 ground out, and one out here in the top of the sixth. And, and Greg Carter was so good today, he just he got tired. It looked like he got tired, and then just all of a sudden it. he lost it and, and, and gave up the three free pay, uh, passes to end up two of them ended up scoring because of it. Next hitter is Kyle Nell, the second baseman. Outside for ball one. And really, if it hadn't been for Abe's uh, caught stealing when he threw the guy out, yeah. you know, he had, he had four free bases in that inning that he gave up, and this game would be tied. The first caught stealing of the year, courtesy of Valdez. 1-0 to Nell. That's piped Finn for strike one. On the top of the sixth, and today's game is moving briskly compared to yesterday's affair. 3-2, BYU the lead. In the top of the sixth, one and one, with one gone, and the base is clear. Cooper McKeon, the lefty, kicks and fires. Outside edge, and that's strike two. So one and two to Nell, who is 0 for 1 on the day with a strikeout and a walk, and he was the caught stealing in the fifth. Did the barrel come across? Yes, it's tagged out. Good job. Strikeout was a tag out. So, strikeout for McKeon, retiring Nell. 
The Cougars' sixth strikeout of the day. That one, Valdez went down to block that curveball in the dirt on the swing. It actually hit him in the hand, so he's trying to shake that off. Uh, <laughs> tough, tough night to hit in the hand when it's cold like it is right now. It is sunny but frigid, and the wind slackening just somewhat as the flag's a little limper out there in center field. Currently 46 degrees here in Provo. Hopefully we'll be in the 50s at this time tomorrow for BYU and USF. Strike. Well, it's Thomas the McCarthy. Wind. The one thing we notice about this this ballpark and area that we live in is that when we have the wind with that type of temperature, it just is just ripped right through you. McCarthy scored after being hit by a pitch in the fifth. He hits now in the sixth and looks at the one and one, the 0-1, to create a one and one count with two out yes. at the top of the sixth. It says 15 mile an hour winds right now, and it says feels like 39. So. I feel it up here. Yeah. I'm a wimp, though. I don't like the cold. We're going to see who here in the booth asks me to close the window first. Or maybe it's me yeah. in the end. Well, I'll just wait for you to do it. <laughs> now I'm not, not going to ask. The net right now, <laughs> now, now it's a game of chicken. All right. So the uh, wind blowing out to center with a wind chill in the 30s. Courtesy our quasi-meteorologist, Tuckett Slade, <laughs> here in the booth. And got McCarthy in the box. McKeon kicks and fires and skips past the glove of Abe Valdez for ball three. Three and one with two out here in the top of the sixth. BYU a one-run lead. The Dons two runs on four hits. BYU three runs on five hits. Both teams have committed a single error. Not the miscue fest it was last night when the uh, wind and rain and sleet and snow all conspired to make it a tough night to field. And that's a walk issue to McCarthy. So McCarthy reaching in consecutive plate appearances, hit by pitch and base on balls. He'll go to first and two out. We'll bring up Luke Kieschel to the plate. Kieschel reached on a base on balls and scored on the E5. And that may be the last pitch thrown by Cooper McKeon. Pitching change for BYU with two out in the top of the sixth and a one-run game. We'll tell you who's coming in after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. And in the top of the sixth, we have our third pitcher of the day for BYU. For 39, McKay Johnson. Johnson last night went an inning. No hits, no runs allowed, struck out one, walked one in the 8-7-10 inning win over San Francisco. So McKay Johnson, the righty on the hill, taking his warm-up pitches. Replaces Cooper McKeon, who spelled Carter Smith. Today's starter was cruising until he got to the fifth. That's when two runs were across. Now, they were unearned runs. They came on an E5, but it was trouble from the get-go for Carter in the fifth. Yeah, he just he really didn't have the location. It just... And, and, he, and the pitches just weren't really close, and he just kind of fell apart, which is, you know, tough to see. You, you hate to see that because the guy, he, I mean, those first four innings, he was just cruising and then just kind of fell apart. But uh, he'll grow from that and get stronger and be better next time. McKay Johnson making his eighth appearance. His record's 0-3 with a 5.40 ERA, but he has 13 Ks in eight and a third. Yeah, he's... He's a strikeout guy. He, he's also a guy that you worry a little bit about throwing strikes at times. He can, I mean, he's touched 99 this year. He can be anywhere from 92 to 97. Really good slider. Right-handed hitting Luke Kieschel at the plate with a runner on first for San Francisco. That is the tying run. BYU 3 and USF 2, our score. Top of the sixth and two out when McKay Johnson enters the game. Kieschel walked and scored on the E5 his last time at bat. That was in the fifth. A two-run inning for USF. In the top of the sixth and two out. And that is hit solidly to center field. The wind is blowing out, and it is going to be over the wall for a two-run go-ahead home run. Cole Gamble back to the wall, put his hands on his head as that wind carried it out of here. It was hit solidly to begin with, but over the 402 sign in center with the wind blowing almost straight directly out yeah. to center field. USF has a 4-3 lead on a two-run shot from Luke Kieschel. Yeah, and that's where, again, it seems like every walk so far this game that the pitching staff has thrown has come back to haunt them. And, and McKay threw a 94-mile-an-hour fastball, belt high down the middle, and he went right back up. And all three of their home runs that they've hit in this series have been to center field. 
First home run of the season for Luke Kieschel. And now the Cougars play from behind. The Cougars yesterday were down 5-0 and 1. Today the Dons have been down 3-0 and lead. Next hitter is Darius Foster, the left fielder. And left-handed hitting with two out. A two-out, two-run, home run. And the Dons take the lead. The first batter that McKay Johnson faces takes him yard to straightaway center. Yeah, and maybe in the first couple innings that might have stayed in the ballpark, but the way that that wind is howling to center field right now, there was no chance off the bat. A swing and a miss with the bases empty by Foster. Foster struck out in the third after grounding out in the first. Reached on the E5. In the fifth. The kick fire. And that's laced to left, but right at the left fielder, McIntyre. Moved a couple of steps to his left and hauled it in. The inning is over, but not before the Dons put up two more. Two in the fifth and two in the sixth for San Francisco. So in the inning, two runs across on one hit, a two-run home run. No errors after five and a half. USF four, BYU three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We go bottom six. BYU at bat, now trailing 4-3. to three. Mitch McIntyre leads off the inning, takes strike one. So after, after a three-run second inning to go up 3 nothing, it's been back-to-back-to-back one-two-three innings for yeah. BYU at the plate. And, and weak outs, too. Got to get back to hitting the ball hard like we did in that uh, second inning. And Josh Miller is the starter who stays in into the sixth. Works ahead of Mitch McIntyre. The foul back to 0-2 with none out here in the bottom of the sixth. Mitch Mitch on the day. Double, uh, grounded into a double play in the first. And flied out to center in the third. Another foul back down the third baseline. Stays 0-2. First hitter in the bottom of the sixth. The Cougs scored the first three. And the Dons have answered with four in a row. BYU played from behind the entire night last night until the final batsman of the game gave them the lead and the win at 8-7. Now they trail 4-3. Both teams five hits, both teams one error outside for ball one. So Malaris carefully pitching on the 0-2, goes to 1-2. And, and up in the pen for USF is Owen Stevenson. Malaris has gone all the way. BYU's already gotten to its third pitcher today. Mitch McIntyre. The batter's box in shadow. The mound in sunshine. Lace to center, making the diving oh, no, catch. Nope, oh, no. Nope. It hit skipped the ground. Out of his glove. Hit the it ground. skipped to his glove and then popped out of his glove, and it'll slide in for a double. Nicely Mitch done. McIntyre. So good it was effort. a trap yeah. in center field. He definitely, the umpire did a really good job of Jacob Asher got out there and saw that it was trapped. Did a really good job of not calling that out. I thought he might call that an out, but definitely see on the replay that the ball was trapped. The diving effort, it did skip yep. into his glove and then went out of his glove as he brought it up to show the umpire trying to convince him of a catch. It was a trap and then came out of his glove. And either way, it's a leadoff double for Mitch McIntyre. Huge hit for BYU to put a runner in scoring position now trailing by one. Yeah, just when we needed it. Now we need Cowden, who Cowden has been really struggling besides his sack bunt yesterday. I think he's, you know, one for his last eight or nine at-bats. We need him to get going. Pop up and fly out in innings two and three for Cowden, who is 0 for 2 on the day as a result. Runner in scoring position is McIntyre at second base. He dives back on the throwback from Alaris. Well, so a head first dive in double by McIntyre and a ball trapped in center field yep. by Jovetich. Well, and even if Cowden can't get a hit here, you need a productive out, Greg. At least a ground ball to second base or first base to move Mitch to third. The wind blowing out to center. And Cowden in the box. Left-hand hitting Cowden. Right-hand throwing Malaris. And he'll look at the strike. Strike one. Cowden's a slender type body, but he's strong and powerful. He's got a lot of pop in his barrel. Has reached in six consecutive. But one for his last six yesterday. One for six yesterday. Run and a couple of strikeouts. Ball stays high for one and one to Cowden. So the Cougars with a runner in scoring position. Lead off double by McIntyre. First hit of the day for Mitch. And hits now in five in a row for McIntyre. Cowden waves the bat across the plate. Puts it back on his left shoulder. And awaits the 1-1 from Josh Malaris. 
The righty out of the stretch. The glance back to second. Kick, fire, delivery, and swing. Strike. It may have caught off the off the catcher. Yeah, I think he just foul tipped it off the glove. Cowden's asking the umpire, would that have been a called strike? Umpire says, oh, that was close. So one and two. Just got a battle here. Battle, ground out to second here. Do a job. Get the runner over. Team at bats right here. McIntyre takes his lead at second after a leadoff double. Here in the bottom of the sixth, BYU down one, four to three to San Francisco. The wind-up and delivery, and mm, tempting, but two and two. I was going to say, if he calls that a strike, I'm going to be upset because that <laughs> ball just kept running away. Good t- good pitch there by Malaros to try to see if he could get Cowden to, uh, to swing at it. Joshua Cowden, who today makes just his second start in right field. Joshua was yesterday's catcher. Two and two to Cowden. None out. Runner on second. Cougs down one, four, three. Cougs have their sixth hit of the game in this inning. That's outside Good for a take. full count. Three Change. and two. Change up running away. Now, hey, full count. Find a way here. Find a way to win this battle. Cougs have six hits to USF's five, and the Dons are two and twelve when being out hit this season. McIntyre at second. Cowden in the box. Back to back to back, left-handed left-handed hitters. McIntyre, Cowden, Gamble. McIntyre's on second. Cowden awaits the three-two. The full count offering popped up to short and handled by Winkler. So one out, and the runner stays in scoring position. That's the third consecutive week uh, pop up for Cowden. You need there's a spot there where you just need him to find a way to advance the runner as those team little small at-bats because now if he can advance the runner now Gamble will be hitting with the runner on third less than two with a chance to tie the game with a fly ball. BYU a better team today with runners in scoring position than yesterday. BYU now three of seven after that pop-up to short. Runner stays at second. Cougs down one. And Cole Gamble, the game-winning hero from last night, a double and a pop-up in his two at-bats. And that Gets away from Malaris. High and well outside the zone for ball one to start the at-bat to Gamble. Gamble had the first of three consecutive stand-up doubles in the second, the one inning in which BYU scored runs. All three coming in the second. The last four were scored by USF. Dons four, BYU three, bottom six, one out, and man on second for Cole Gamble. The 1-0 count. That swung on and fouled near the Cougar bullpen. Out in left field. Well, Cole has the ability to leave the yard, right? Three home runs on the year, four doubles. Right now you're just looking for a single up the middle and tie this game up. He has four multiple RBI games this season. Let's make it another one right here. No home runs yet for BYU. Wind blowing out to center. The pitch, the 1-1, high for ball two. Two and one with one out. You're at the bottom of the sixth. Well, up past 80 pitches now. A USF hitter, a USF pitcher, Malaris, has hitters going 271 against him with runners in scoring position this year. Gamble fouls it back. Oh, he got over a the canopy right there. That ball was right down the middle, Greg. That's the ball that you can do damage with right there. And the wind today is helpful and aided Luke Kieschel in his two-run shot to give the Dons the lead in the top of the sixth or in the bottom of the sixth. BYU went from ahead 3-2 to trailing 4-3 on the Kieschel swing. The 2-2 delivery, and that's hit to second. Nell to Munoz. Advancing on the ground out is McIntyre. He'll be at third with two out now. But it was man on second with none out. Now runner on third, two gone. On the ground out, Gamble, 4-3. And that's why, you know, uh, that's why uh, Cowden's at bat was so huge because had he just got the runner over right there, would have just scored a run to tie the game. It's just those simple little things that you got to execute offensively. Jacob Wilk, the next hitter for BYU. Doubled in a run in the second and caught looking in the fourth. He hits now in the sixth. BYU down 4-3. They're tying runs 90 feet away. 
Josh Malaris, the righty kicks and fires and is outside for ball one. Yeah, you got a hanging slider his that the the double hit off the wall. And he took a fastball for strike three his last at bat. So the righty hitter Wilk versus the right-handed thrower Malaris. Lefty hitter due up is Atchikar for BYU. It's all about those two-out momentum hits. They got theirs last inning. Yeah. Will it get to Freddie? Wilk with two out, man on third, one and oh, and one and one. As Malaris grooves it in for the first strike in the at-bat. BYU down 4-3. Three runs on six hits for BYU. Four runs on five hits for USF. They played a one-run game yesterday. was decided in ten. This one's in the bottom of the sixth. Pitch to Wilk. And that's lined to right. We'll bring home the tying run. Wilk will hold that first with a long single. And the Cougars have tied the game. Great job. Got a slider running away from him. Actually, it was a fastball. That fastball, I thought it looked like a little more of a slider, but a fastball running away. And what did he do? Didn't try to do too much. He just hit it down the right field line for a big two-out single to tie this game up. Nicely done, Jake. So Mitch McIntyre, who led off the inning with a headfirst diving double, advanced to third on the ground out by Gamble and comes home on the single by Jacob Wilk. The RBI from Wilk, and we're tied up at four. You're in the bottom of the sixth. The Cougs have scored for the first time since the second inning. Yeah, and nobody's happier than uh, Josh Cowden right now because he knows he he didn't execute to to help the team in his spot. But uh, Gamble was able to move him over, and then great job by Wilk to tie this thing up. Now the left-handed hitting Freddie Achikar will dig in against Molares, who's high for ball one. So lefty hitter now facing righty on the hill. 4-4 the game. Seventh hit for BYU. Two out here, bottom six. A two-out run scoring single by Jacob Wilk. And now you get greedy here and you say, Freddie, it's time for to hit another double. Ball two to Achikar. But, Greg, that's such a big answer run, right? You give up the two-run home run. You give up the lead. The momentum goes back to USF. And what do you do? You answer right back and tie this thing up, which is a great job by the offense. So 2-0 here to Freddie. Cougs have tied the game at four. Two out. Runner on first is Wilk. Malaris gets chopper from Freddie. Handling it off the hop as the second baseman. Nell throws to first. Side retire. Cougs tie the game. Cougs get a run on two hits. There were no errors after six complete. BYU and San Francisco even at four on the new skin BYU Sports Network.